0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey, looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. It's a woman!
1: Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve.
2: I'd just like to take a moment to thank Jesus.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, It's always a great thing rolling into the weekend, which we are after tonight's show. Friday will be here tomorrow. Great show lined up for you guys tonight. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned for both hours if you can. If not, don't forget we've got our podcast. You can download that anywhere. Email me at andreakashow.com. I've gotten some interesting emails I want to read off to y'all. And you can call in or live five number is 888-344-1170 888-344-1170 the crack team at the secret service y'all they've made an announcement over their investigation as they've been looking to find the suspect they just well, we'll get we'll we'll tell you the results of their investigation. Uh a momento. Bottom half of the hour we have Liz Wheeler. She's making a return to San Diego, kind of. Liz will be here on my show tonight at the bottom half of the hour. She's not physically back in San Diego, but on the airwaves. Glad to have her here with us tonight. She's written a great new book that's near and dear to my heart because it has to do with the attacks on kids in this country. And the title of the book is Hide Your ch- hide your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned to hear Liz Wheeler at the bottom half of the hour. Oh ho, ho, y'all know how much I love when hypocrites get hoisted on their own hypocritical petards. And Hollywood's striking right now, y'all. First time in sixty years we've got writers and actors all striking together. And I have been struck by the ridiculous hypocrisy in this story. So much to get into with you guys tonight. Again, the phone number is eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. What were? Let me ask you a question of the day. Did you expect the secret service to find who left the nose candy in the white house did you really expect that are you surprised to find out that they haven't arrested anybody yet we're going to tell you the end of uh, the results of their investigation in a momento but i want to hear from you 888-344-1170 gotta bring in this man my padna, every night of the week it's dj potato skins
0: Andrew, they're not—they're not, they're not going to find the nose candy. They can't even find the ice cream that Joe dropped.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Joe Biden can't even find his way. He—he can't, he can't even navigate the small staircase leading up into Air Force One. Uh, by the way, I, I'm looking up at the weekend. I'm uh, uh, on the monitors, and I'm seeing Pride Weekend heat wave. I thought we had gotten rid of Pride. We now have another Pride Weekend here in San Diego. Like for real?
0: Yeah, it was it was Pride what? Month, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we just had Pride Month. They had the wrong dates up on, on Fox 5 local last night. Oh, that was regard, hilarious. Regarding something else. So maybe maybe this is an old, like literally maybe this is an old old story. Or, or when Rachel Levine said that it was going to be the summer of pride, they meant it. I am sick of it. I'm sick to death of it. It's one of the reasons why Liz Wheeler will be here at the bottom half of the hour. Because I'm so tired of having this agenda shoved down my throat all day, every day. Enough with it. Enough. Getting back on the story. You know what else I'm sick of? I'm sick of our law enforcement agencies having no problem tracking down every grandma with a MAGA hat on outside of January 6th. To the degree to where after January 6th, they actually changed and extended the perimeter after the fact to make even more people in violation of the law and trespassing. (laughs) trespassing. But the Secret Service is coming out and saying, come tomorrow, not today, come tomorrow, they're going to announce on Friday when everybody's going into the weekend, that they have been unable to, you know, they just have been unable to find the suspect. It's just been too hard. There's just too many people, y'all, coming into the White House for them to figure this out. But wait, Andrea, don't they have cameras in the White House? Well, except... (laughs) That coke, and I quote, cocaine was found in a blind spot for the surveillance cameras. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes. In a blind spot. How convenient. Is that possibly why the location was changed from the library and the family residence to these cubbyhole areas?
3: Needs to be a new spot on the clue board, blind spot.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's a blind spot. It's just like uh, Wesley Hunt said, a congressman from Texas last night. My new favorite congressman. Sorry, Andy Begs. You didn't go to. You didn't go to West Point, and you don't look quite as good as Wesley Hunt in a suit. <laughs> Can I say that on air? Google him, and you'll know why I'm saying that. Um, but what did he... I lost my train of thought. What? Oh, he said last night, what the American people, when it comes to law enforcement, the FBI and Secret Service is no exception, what they've come to realize is that if you're a Trump, name is Trump, you're going to be prosecuted. If your name is Biden, you're not. And it's the same thing here. Two days ago, before, and I'm not sure I mentioned it on the show, we've had so much breaking news this week, uh, the Secret Service had refused to hand over to Congress any documentation regal- regarding their investigation. Why not? Is it because, and this is why I really, there was a clip from Marjorie Taylor Greene that sounded really good on its face, but I didn't want to play it because there's too many conservative outf- outfits right now that are actually continuing to push the notion. Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about how um, in the they had uh, briefings with Secret Service today and in these cubby holes, um, they're actually under lock and key and the Biden administration's in charge of them. And I'm like, hold up a second. How did they convince you, lady, that, 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 that cocaine marched itself from the library to the lockers? Why are you even saying that? We know it was found in the library. We heard the audio from the hazmat team because nobody knew it was cocaine and the place was evacuated. So I'm sick and tired of conservatives, so-called conservatives in the media, pushing through propaganda as a part of a truthful story. It's it's kind of like when I see conservative, I love Real America's Voice, but they use terminology of gender-affirming care all day long on their network. There's no, it's, there is no gender-affirming care. Knock it off. This cocaine was found in the library. It wasn't found in these lockboxes. I don't care what the Secret Service is saying. They are covering up a crime that has been committed, and they are covering up a, a very serious drug addiction. She said that today, and that I agree with. Absolutely agree with. This is just like Epstein. Where, you know, oh, the the cameras magically weren't working and the security guards magically, not only were the cameras not working, but the security guards magically for a certain window of time just chose not to go and check on Epstein like they were supposed to every 30 minutes. Here's what Lauren Boebert had to say about it. Um, We didn't know about this yesterday, but apparently this is not the first time that drugs have been found in this White House, which should now be referred to as crack house. Clip four.
4: What did you learn from the briefing? I learned that the White House is not as secure as it should be.
2: And did they give you any idea of what who the suspect might be or if they're going to figure it out
4: no there's um a list of more than 500 individuals uh that they looked into their backgrounds um for um prior drug records or use uh and nothing w- was determined uh from from their analysis and uh, the secret service is very eager to close this within the next couple of days
2: why do you think that is
4: uh because uh Everything in this administration is about covering up for the Biden crime family. This is the third time that drugs have been found on the White House property uh, since 2022. And uh, we did not even hear about the marijuana. Uh, I certainly did not hear about the marijuana that was found uh, in in 2022 uh, two times. And uh, now there's cocaine um, on the property. Uh, So everything they do is to move along to the next story. They know there will be another Biden crime crisis. And they know that there will be another Biden crime crisis um, in the following days. And uh, they have to get prepared
1: for that and uh, move along to the next one. Yeah, it's exactly what's going on here. We don't have law enforcement agencies. This is we're supposed to believe today that the Secret Service is so inept and the White House is so unsecure that anybody multiple times can come in there and just bring in illegal drugs and commit crimes in the White House. I'm supposed to believe that I'm supposed to believe they looked at 500 individuals and couldn't find one with a bad drug background. Hello, Hunter Biden. Let's pretend for a moment, magically, that they looked at 500 people that would include Hunter Biden and they couldn't find anybody on the list with a bad drug background. In fact, he should not be allowed anywhere near the White House. Neither should Joe Biden, given what we know of their activities and their behaviors. I think it's a good time to take a break. When we come back, we'll go to your phones. We'll go to the phones and then we'll continue our conversation here because there's more to get into with this story. Don't go away.
0: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about the Secret Service Another one of our top law enforcement agencies in the land, and let me tell y'all, um, it, you know, I have a, a cousin, a second cousin who was in the Secret Service, and that's a hard agency to get a job in. You're supposed to be the top, you know, uh, and this was somebody that that was also in ATF and actually rose to the ranks of being a uh, special agent in charge, running uh, running an entire region for ATF, and so, but yet we're supposed to believe that the Secret Service just couldn't get, they couldn't find anybody in a 500 people, they couldn't find anybody with. The drug background and, and miraculously or unfortunately, the cameras, there was just a blind spot on the cameras in this location. You know, in the words of the great Judge Judy, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. We're going to go to the phones. Our buddy disaffected Mike is on the line. Hello, my dear.
2: Hi, Andrea. Uh, it's good to talk to you again. One of these days, we're going to have to do a face-to-face sit-down Well, you know, you can come.
1: Well, speaking of that, we got a face-to-face for everybody in San Diego on August 10th. Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum, and myself are going to be hosting a a Save America town hall, and so all the details is on the answer website. And when I saw that you had called in, I told Noah, "Disaffected Mike, better be at my town hall on August 10th." I will. I will
2: block it out. And uh, and I'll be there.
1: Well, you got to get tickets. Stop. So go to the answer. dot com. OK, you got to get a ticket it ha- because it's limited. It's limited, limited seating because it's a small venue. OK, what what do you what do you are? Were you calling in? I'm hoping about this cocaine story.
2: Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's either Hunter Biden's or it's uh, Kamala Harris's. And nobody wants to admit to that because of the obvious optics of. You know, I mean, you've heard Kamala Harris talk, you know, with her with her vapid with her vapid uh, word salad that she that she creates because she really knows nothing.
1: I, I You know, there's it's she's bragged about smoking. She's bragged about smoking pop before. And, Lauren, we found out today. How come and by the way, how come we didn't know until today that there were two other times in 2022 last year to where drugs were found? Because because
2: the corruption in our government is so is so deep, so root deep that it there's nowhere else for it to go. You can't hide it anymore. It's in your, it's so in your face now. They don't even bother hiding it anymore. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, they, 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 they counter on the fact uh, the, this administration, uh, that the American public's attention span is that of a gnat. And mm-hmm. so in about a week, in about a week or a few days, this is going to go away. Um, you know, people care more. Honest, I swear to God, people care more about the about the lady on the airplane uh, <laughs> saying that the guy that she sat next to uh, wasn't real, and, they're, and there <laughs> are people that. trying to find her. Okay, they're yeah, to crowdsource to find her. Then they, then the Secret Service cares about whose cocaine this belongs to. So you can see where the American public's priorities are. We well, really don't and and care right more about well, how, how government runs. Or what it's doing
1: to us. I actually and think it's even worse problem. than that. I actually think it's even worse than that, disaffected Mike. I actually think it's that, that there's a large percentage, if not half of this country, that's actually really glad that the government right now is working to give a pass to the Biden crime family and actively working to pursue, to persecute and prosecute not just Donald J. Trump, but 75 million MAGA voters, as well as right. any Democrats or independents who might, if you If you listen to yesterday in this Christopher Ray hearing how they were going to drag credit card uh, accounts uh, for particularly for gun purchases and lying and trying already. Well, that's my point. They do it all the time. So they are, look, this is not a government. This is a government right now, particularly with our, our law enforcement agencies that have shredded the U.S. Constitution. We are supposed to have, we are supposed to not have unlawful search and seizure. That means they're not supposed to be dragging our credit cards looking for a crime. They're not supposed to be getting that information unless they have reason to believe a crime has occurred. We don't have criminal justice anymore in this country. It's no. gone. It's absolutely gone. Certain segments of our population can run in. I saw it happen at Nordstrom Rack in my neighborhood this past week. I'm pu- I am pull in the parking lot. I'm walking up with Gator, and we're going to go in and out runs this black man carrying wads of clothing. And, and I come up, and I ask this Hispanic gentleman there, and I said, is that what I think it was? He goes, yes, and he says in his heavy accent, and nobody from the store came out to, to catch up with him. He was outraged that this Nordstrom just let this dude, run in and just rip them off. And I said, yeah. And the rest of us have to pay high prices because they don't have enough respect for their customers who pay for goods to go out and try to stop it. Because the Democrats don't care, disaffected Mike. That's their form of reparations that's going on there. I said it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And the idea is, is what's happening is, is you have 50% of the population that doesn't pay income tax. And then the other 50%, are left holding the bag, mm-hmm. and then so you have a so, and so you have a middle class squeeze, or, or you have what you have is you have a classist, class a class warfare squeeze. We are in a cold civil war with our own government, and fifty percent of the people, the seventy five percent or the seventy five million uh, uh, MAGA voters out there, um, we are in a cold civil war with our own government. Our government hates us, it mm-hmm. detests us. It mm-hmm. wish if they could wave a magic wand, they would make us go away and then they would get the, they would get the communist utopia that they've always been trying to fight for and get because that's what we're in the middle of it right now china russia don't have to fire a shot we're doing all the work for them right now so i mean things like things like what you saw in north rack is only symptomatic of what's spreading uh, uh, of the you know that that curse this curse that is uh, uh, this wave of evil that is spreading throughout america and yes. and there are not enough there are not enough people out there because they're afraid, because the government has sent has sent chilling waves, uh, uh, messages uh, through these actions, like Christopher Ray, the FBI, CIA coming after you if you dare speak up. They are a hammer, and they see everybody as a nail, and 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 they're trying to silence us from saying anything. Now there are there are very brave people out there who's, who have basically said we will not we will not take this line down. But the problem is that they're few and far between. Mm -hmm. When when you have a mass rise up, the the founding fathers are spinning in their graves. They've seen what their government has looks like right now. They would go, "What are you people waiting for? Why are you letting this happen to you? We would never have allowed uh, this this to occur in our time. Why are you so cowed Mm -hmm. To the point that you will not act up. Well, it's because. which this government,
1: government well, doesn't work anymore. Well, it's I, I got to say this and then leave it here and thank you for calling in, disaffected Mike. This is how uh, it was clear to me during COVID when conservatives were happy to be healthy, shut away out of their jobs, locked in their homes, healthy, um, and they they were angry at me because I was against it. I said then, look how much the left has look how much the left has successfully changed the culture of America, where conservatives are celebrating the communistic takeover of our country and our businesses under the guise of public health—it shocked me the level of submission that they have successfully achieved from some of the most hardcore conservatives. And it's and we and they our culture has been changed. Disaffected, Mike, got to leave it there. I do hope you come to our town hall because yours is the kind of voice that we want there to to have a discussion about how we save this country if it can be saved. So thank you for calling nice in there. thank you um yeah in fact you know what it's interesting i got an email i'm gonna read an email and then i'm gonna have to have to skedaddle because we've got liz wheeler coming up in a moment um got a couple of emails one that says b of a because i was talking about that he says how about b of a voluntary names of everyone charging or using debit card to fbi around january 6th that's a really good idea because that's one of the things they were doing there was two aspects of the B of A story yesterday one was just in general out of the Boston situation that wasn't wasn't about um, getting credit card information around January 6th it was just in general they were trolling and getting um, credit card information the other uh, in general the other was about a certain time period involving January 6th wouldn't that be really interesting to know that I wish you were so smart listener who sent that email wouldn't you have Love skins to have somebody have somebody bring that up yesterday to Christopher Ray. Well, why don't you produce to us all the FBI's credit? Are your agents' credit card records in and around DC for January six? Um, another email from a listener says. Um, Ray hearings. I disagree. It was a crap show. See Cash Patel on today's Bannon's War Room or see John Frederick show. I don't remember saying it was anything other than a crap show. I, I, I think what I was saying was, is that I was glad the American people were able to see it because it shows, how, you know, the extent of how every time we have these one of these hearings, we we get to see how much worse it is, even than we realized. I You know, I don't I wasn't I don't think that I applauded. Um, if that's what you're thinking, listener, uh, the Republican Party, um, because for example, I, I think I mentioned that Matt Gates was one, one of the heroic moments of the day, and I didn 't think he went far enough. Um, uh, you know I, I think Jonathan Turley is right on i don 't have time to play this clip now, I'll play it a little bit later. Um, but Congress has to make some decisions of what they're going to do because Christopher Ray gave America the middle finger yesterday, and nothing has been done about it. We're going to take a break. We come back. The one and only Liz Wheeler of the Liz Wheeler Show will be here. She's got a new book out. And she's going to be here to talk about the, the Marxist movement to take over our children. The book is Hide Your Children: Exposing the Marxists Behind Attacks the Attacks on America's Kids. Stay tuned. Come right back. Liz Wheeler will be here.
0: K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Friday Eve. Super glad to have you guys here with me, especially since... My next guest is the one and only Liz Wheeler. I told you at the top of the hour, she was back in San Diego, babies, but not in person. She just happens to be back in San Diego on the airwaves on my show tonight. And she is here to talk about, y'all know it's my favorite topic, which is what's going on with our children. She's got a book out called Hide Your Children, exposing the Marxists behind the attacks on America's kids. And y'all know that I've been saying for a long time that the battle is between good and evil. We truly are in a war for the soul of America, and the front of this war is the hearts and the minds and the bodies of our children, and she's here to discuss that in her new book. Liz Wheeler, glad to have you on my show tonight. Andrea, thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Well, um, well, first of all, i got to start. This isn't necessarily related to your book. I don't know. I hadn't read it yet. But when you're talking about hiding the children, shouldn't we be hiding them from the White House right now? Because that's like a den of iniquity with all this pot now and coke and stuff happening in the White House. Yeah, you walk
3: through the White House, <laughs> and you might trip over a baggie of cocaine. <laughs> or worse, you might run into Hunter Biden. That seems like... <laughs> That seems like a terrible uh, scenario for an adult or a child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, By the way, I think it does count that I'm on your show. It counts that I'm in San Diego in spirit, right? Very good. Absolutely. But I mean, on a serious tip, I mean, culturally, um, you know, the the decline in this country in terms of where where we're at in terms of morality. But when it comes to children, um, you know, here's just a quick rundown of where we're at, where um, we've got children being chemically and surgically castrated and destroyed we've got men in thongs gyrating and lap dancing to children who are shoving dollar bills on them pornography in schools we've got racism being taught in our schools where white kids are being taught they're inherently racist black kids are being taught that they don't have any hope for this future um how in the world did we get here liz
3: yeah. And what you just delineated is actually why I wrote this book, because I realized that it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. If, if you're a parent, even if you're not a parent, you see that there is this deliberate, relentless assault on our children. It seems that it's coming from every side. And so I set out to find why to find out why that was. It turns out the answer to that is more of a who is it versus a why is it? But what I found is that this isn't new. This is this is The left has been attempting to re-engineer our society for almost a century now, so decades and decades and decades. Unfortunately, they've been very successful at it. They have successfully captured what I call the major foundational cultural institutions. They've captured the media, the education system, religion, the law, and they've almost destroyed the nuclear family, almost, there's one element of the nuclear family left standing that's children, which probably explains why the left is coming after our children. So what I do in this book is I name the names of the people behind the capture of these institutions behind the attack on America's kids. And I propose a solution different than the solution. The Republican party might offer for how we can reclaim these institutions and protect our children. We have to Andrea, not just for the sake of the individual souls of our children, but because if we allow the left to subvert our kids, to capture our children, we're done as a nation.
1: Well, I've been saying for a while specifically that this lbgtq I mean, is CRT is evil? Uh, you know the indoctrinating them into socialism and teaching them that capitalism is evil when communism has been uh, you know the, the the scourge that had between 100 and 200 million people slaughtered uh, to me the LBGTQ um, IA you know transgender movement is the Trojan horse that will really destroy this nation and I think that we're already past that point when we have I mean how in the world do we have a nation Liz Wheeler to where children are not allowed to drink they're not allowed to choose what they're going to eat for dinner. We don't allow them to drive cars. We don't allow them to get tattoos. We don't allow them to enter into contracts. But a four-year-old can say, Mommy, I, I think I'm a, I, I'm a girl and not a boy, and we're going to chemically castrate that child. This is child abuse of the worst possible kind. It should not be legal anywhere in the United States. But even when a state legislature tries to pass a ban on it, then we'll have some governor veto it. Why do we not have? Do you mention this as a solution? Do you think that our Congress should have already ready. We now have a majority in the House. Should they not have introduced some type of legislation to ban this on a national level? Well, they certainly should. And this
3: is one of the, so the first half of the book, I, I name the names of the people behind this. And the second half of the book, I present a solution. And really, it represents an evolution in my own thinking, something I've changed my mind on even since I entered politics, since I entered media and commentary. In fact, I tell a story of I, it was eight years ago at the 2016 CPAC, Where after I spoke at CPAC, I was being interviewed in the lobby by various news organizations and journalists and reporters, and one independent reporter comes up to me and asks me how I define liberty. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting question. You know, it's not about the the straw poll, which is what most people were talking about. It's a more philosophical question. So I answered, you know, with kind of the classic answer, you know, I think the government's role is to protect life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and otherwise they should get off of our lawn. Kind of your classic mm-hmm. conservative Republican answer, but being a little libertarian, just flirting with the edges of libertarianism. And this reporter's follow-up question to me was, okay, well, do you think that we should legalize hard drugs? And he was talking about meth, he was talking about cocaine, he was talking about fentanyl. And I said, no, I don't. And he said, well, doesn't your position on legalization of drugs contradict your definition of liberty? And I come to find out he's actually not a reporter. He is an activist for cannabis legalization. Which is kind <laughs> of fun. You can actually find the video on YouTube if you're interested. But I realized this story has stuck with me for almost a decade because he's correct. Mm-hmm. My position, thinking that it's immoral and destructive to our society to legalize meth, is actually contradictory of the definition of liberty that I had presented at the time. And Andrea, this is the definition of liberty that the Republican Party has embraced for the last 50 years. And it's not correct. It's not what the founders and framers of our Constitution had in mind when they created our society. Instead, what they had in mind was not live and let live, libertarianism, let's pursue as close to absolute liberty as possible, they had in mind liberty being defined as the means to something greater, the means to a just society, the means to order, and order even in pursuit of something spiritually greater. Now, you don't have to be a practicing Christian or a practicing Jew or a practicing Muslim to believe this, but this is what our nation was based on. This is what our system of laws was based on. And this is why Republicans continue to lose the culture war, because there's no such thing as neutrality in law. Either the left's twisted version of morality will be codified into law or our version of morality, which is real morality, objective reality based on natural law, will be the law of our land. I would like and I would challenge Republicans to embrace the latter position. Let's make our nation a nation that knows the definition of right, of wrong, of morality, of immorality, of justice. And let's base that on what those words really mean, which is as defined by natural law. That's why conservatives and Republicans keep losing. But we can win
1: if we choose to. Well, we absolutely have to. We're talking to Liz Wheeler. You can follow Liz on, on Twitter at Liz underscore Wheeler. Her show is at Liz dot com. And her new book is Hydra Children Exposing the Marxist Behind the Attack on America's Kids. Um, you know, my story is one, Liz, and uh, is that I was that kid. I thought a mistake had been made. And up, up until puberty, I thought that I was a boy trapped in a girl's body. And I was not confused. I knew that I was born a girl. I just didn't want to be. I wanted to be a boy. And I was grateful that I was born the daughter of two Marines who even by today in today's world would have never put up with any transitioning of me. And uh, sure enough, when I went through puberty and hormones caught up with me, I no longer had that feeling anymore. And I liken if I had been transitioned to murder. And so this is what this movement is very meaningful to me because I was that kid. And I have said many times before, if this is not a hill that we're willing to die on to save children from being murdered in a sense because it is permanent what this is done being being done to them if we as christians and as conservatives are not willing to stand up if this isn't our our place of morality where we're not willing to stand up to save our children then we are done as a nation aren't we
3: we certainly are. I mean, it breaks my heart for individual children, and I thank God that your parents were wise and prudent and no nonsense and that they led you to be the wonderful woman that you are. You and I have known each other for years and years and years now, <laughs> yeah. and it makes me smile to hear, what you've, <laughs> to hear what you're doing fighting for these children. But here's the thing. In the first half of my book, I trace this back. I trace the transgender ideology back to a Marxist, a Marxist by the name of Gail Rubin who wrote the founding document of Queer Theory whose goal was to destroy objective reality, was to sexualize children, was to defend child pornography, promote actual pedophilia, all in the name of a Marxist ideology. These children are being brutalized mm. beyond any kind of repair in the name of a communist ideology. And when the communists and Marxists are done with them, they, they, they don't care what happens to these children. If we don't put a stop to this, not only are these children just mutilated beyond repair but our nation's going to fall as well
1: so i can't wait to read the book i haven't had a chance to read it as soon as i saw that it was that it was coming out i said i got to get liz on the show tell everybody how they can read it is it on pre-order right now absolutely you can get it on pre-order go to
3: amazon barnes and noble or go to hide andrea i will send you a copy i
1: think you'll love it and i can't wait to hear what everyone listening to the show thinks of it as well thank you for being here appreciate you and all your efforts take good care Thank and you. I can't wait to get the book. All right, you guys stay tuned. We've got breaking news coming out of California with the trafficking bill. Don't go away. We'll share that with you when we come back.
0: A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Earlier in the show, caller-disaffected Mike said he was going to come to the town hall. I can't wait to see him there. And so many of the listeners to the show that call in or email me and just to get to meet you guys in person would just be so fun. And then you'll have a chance at this. Of course, I'm talking to about our Saving America town hall that we're having on August 10th. It's going to be Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum, me. We're going to have a VIP meet and greet from 5 p.m. to 6.30 that night. And then uh, general admission is 630 to 9 and it's just going to be super fun to get to hang out and plan and talk and strategize and have fun and laugh and eat yummy hors d'oeuvres and have drinks and talk about how we're going to save this country. Why not have a good time and get to know each other in person? It's such a better way to, to strategize and you'll have an opportunity to ask questions of Mike Gallagher and Officer Brandon Tatum. It's at the Encore Event Center. Um, the space will be limited. It's a small event center. We're not going to be adding seats once they're gone, they're gone. And the tickets are reasonably priced, so they're selling fast. So go to the answersandiego dot com and get your tickets. Um, there is breaking news here in California. Remember last night I talked about how Uh, The Sound of Freedom and the left attacking that movie on child trafficking was because it was bumping up against their agenda. They don't have any problem with the child trafficking. How can you know? Because six Democrats voted against making child and human trafficking a felony. Uh, Because and it's a long story. I don't want to rehash it all, but it wasn't a felony, along with other things like armed robbery, robbery because of Proposition 57, which had to do with three strikes. So with the scourge of child and human and sex trafficking going on, Republicans here in the state of California and even Democrats passed a bill in the Senate here in in California to make. Child and human and sex trafficking, a felony, and six Democrats voted it down. It was reconsidered, and it actually passed today. Like I was talking about with Liz Wheeler, if if this isn't a hill that every American will die on, which is saving our children, then we're dead as a nation. The left has made a lot of progress in this front in, in terms of changing our culture, in terms of making it okay, the sexualization in children and all of that. But through continuing to push the evilness of it to the forefront of the American minds and awareness, I do think we can turn things around, but we've got to be really vigilant and we've got to fight really, really hard. Um, I want to play that clip. I don't think I have it with me. I want to play the first little bit of it. Um, And it had to do, no, maybe I'll save that for next hour. Uh, that had to do with the FBI. I want to mention that it, we had this Christopher Ray hearing yesterday. One of the things that came up in the Christopher Ray hearing was that Ray Epps and that how they were going around and dragging... They've arrested at least 800 people, prosecuted, I don't know how many. We had people committing suicide because trespassers had their charges amped up to a higher level, which would make them now facing 10 years in jail. You know the whole story there. The FBI is now looking at anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 more, all except for Ray Epps. The guy on video... I think it was Niels, played the video of Ray Epps yesterday in the hearing in front of Ray. Like, you know, here's this guy pushing people to go in the Capitol, calling for people to go in the Capitol. And yet he's not arrested. It's been two and a half years. Well, update on the story. Last night, um, Ray Epps filed a lawsuit, a complaint against Fox News, claiming uh, that he, his lawsuit is a defamation lawsuit against Fox News, alleging that Fox, quote, needed a scapegoat for January 6th and settled on Ray Epps, which is a bunch of crap, uh, given the videos of him. And um, he also alleges in the lawsuit that the Department of Justice has, has notified him that they would seek to charge him criminally for events on January 6th. Why hadn't they charged him yet? This is, is 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 smacks to me. I don't even have to read the filing of the lawsuit for defamation. This it's not defamation when somebody shows a video of you and says, Look at what this person is doing. That's not defamation. When you're caught on camera outside the Capitol telling people to go in the Capitol, it's not defamation. When other people were charged with going in the Capitol and you went in the Capitol, it's not defamation to say you were seen on camera telling people to go into Capitol and you went to Capitol. So it's not defamation. What it's meant to do is it's meant to silence media outlets from talking about Ray Epps. Because the government doesn't want you talking about Ray Epps. And I don't believe for a second that they're going to charge him or that it's going to be any more significant than Hunter Biden and uh, Hunter Biden's plea deal. This is all games. Oh, he was notified in May. It's July. You think how many people were notified? No, they were dragged out of their homes and arrested. Okay, that's how all the other Jan six defendants were treated, held without bail. It's been two and a half years, and he's just been "quote" notified, and of what charges? All the other "quote" insurrectionists were rounded up, thrown into the gulag, and denied bail. This just is such, to me, an obvious, phony, manipulative game being played by Ray Epps and by the government with him. Let's see the money trail. Let's see. Let's see Ray Epps's Bank of America credit card receipts. Right. Let's see the text messages between Ray Epps and Nancy Pelosi. I haven't seen them. Nobody's seen her text messages of that day. Reportedly, she was in communication with him. The Capitol Police chief Sund, And by the way, Tucker said that he had in, in his interview, I think with Russell Brand, he had said that he had interviewed uh, the Pol- Capitol Police chief Sund, who had said that. And it came up in the hearings yesterday who had said that. The crowd was full of agents and Ray wouldn't uh, try to pretend that's what Congressman Biggs was asking him about. He refused to even acknowledge there was even any in the crowd at all, which was a lie. I don't believe for a second that Ray Epps is facing any time. I think that they're going to slap him with some phony charge down the road. This is a, and and this lawsuit is all about. Trying to suppress media from talking about it, which which is likely to happen. Although I don't know, I haven't really heard. uh, I haven't heard Newsmax talking much about it. I don't watch them as much as I watch Real America's Voice. And of course, or One America News, of course, I don't watch uh, Fox News at all. Um. Yeah, I think I've got time. I want to play a little bit of this Jonathan Turley. Remember Jonathan Turley is the guy who spoke. He's he's a lefty attorney who spoke on behalf of Trump at the impeachment. He had some interesting comments to say about uh, Christopher Ray today. Skins, please play clip 1.
0: FBI chief Chris Ray getting grilled by House Republicans over Hunter's troubling
2: texts. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a
0: shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting
2: on that. You you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not.
0: Oh, that's what I wanted to hear more of things like that verbatim quotes to make him comment on things that happened on his watch. Jonathan Turley joins us now. Fox News contributor. Jonathan, I like that exchange. I was surprised there weren't more. What was your takeaway as you thought about his testimony? Well, Brian, this is what we've seen in the past. It was a false appearance of contrition and substance from the director. You know, he only apologized for things that have all, violations have already been found by courts and Congress, by the way, against the best efforts of the FBI. And so for things that are already established, he went ahead and said, well, we'll never do that again. But in terms of the violations that we've already laid out in terms of censorship, uh, F- uh, FISA violations with the secret court, those are already laid laid out in the public record, uh, he just refused to, to comment. Sometimes he said that he didn't have any recollection. Uh, and it was a, a, a
1: maddening experience. I mean, the A thing maddening is experience. Maddening experience. We're going to pick this up on the other side of the break. Hour two of the Andrea Kay Show on its way. Don't you go anywhere.